0: I Love Mortgage Brokering, Episode 92. The only podcast for brokers, by brokers. I Love Mortgage Brokering will inspire you to up your mortgage business. Join your host, Scott Peckford. Hi, Broker Nation. I am introduce our guest today, Shane Bruce of Acme Mortgage Professionals. He's part of the Barico Network. Shane's been a broker for 19 years. is based out of St. John's, Newfoundland. has an amazing story about some of the cool things he's doing in his market. And I'm excited for this interview today. Shane, are you ready to rock? I am indeed, Scott. Awesome. So can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got in the mortgage business? Because no one in kindergarten says, when I grow up, I want to be a mortgage broker. So just, can you tell us how you, you got here?
1: You know, it's, it's uh, an ironic story because... Um, I never wanted to be in the, the mortgage business. Uh, my father was a mortgage broker and at 75, still is. Really? Yeah. Uh, and uh, he's been at it for 50 years, uh, one of the original brokers here. And I just ended up uh, in banking. I started in 1988 with uh, household and traveled Atlantic Canada and made my way to Canada Trust and uh, management, but always focused on the mortgage uh, side, not because it was something I grew up with or wanted to do, it just sort of morphed into what it was. And after a decade, you know, in banking, I I decided to, to branch out on my own and uh, started to Acme Financial.
0: Right. And so your dad literally has been in for 50 years. I didn't know that there was brokering 50 years ago. <laughs> you know what? Uh, there
1: wasn't a whole lot of it uh, back in the day, and you can imagine there weren't many lenders. You know, the average mortgage was probably four or 5000 I think he told me.
0: So, we didn't even have a broker act here until 1976. Mm-hmm. When, you, when you first got into the broker business, obviously having family that's in the business has helped, like, go into their business with them, or how did that work?
1: No, I started uh, my own, which a uh, competitive office. But I was involved in other things as well. I bought in, uh, to a global banker franchise. Uh, so my father was a, was a good support because he you worked know, so many hours in the day.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: so, it, but you know, it was a great resource and, and, you know, he was a good help, you know, but 10 years, uh, you know, experience in banking with a focus on uh, mortgages and real estate,
0: you know, was, was a good foundation. So before we dive into your story, I would like to ask about a success quote that's really had an impact on your life or business. I love how quotes are portable, they're memorable, and they can help keep you on track. So do you have a quote that's really impacted you?
2: Well, the short and sweet one is, stick to what you know. Scott, for me, the financial background, and not so much of an educational background, you know, with with regards to post-secondary, I ended up in the financial services business and, you know, after 10 years with the bank, having considered that my education, I decided to stick to what I know, and, and uh, what I knew best was mortgages, and I'm still doing it today.
0: So we're going to talk in a little bit about an interesting TV show that you're doing, but first, have there been times when you have diverted from that idea of stick to what you know?
2: You know, I have, because sometimes you can go down a, a certain path in business or with your network of people, uh, You know, and being from somewhat of a small town, it's easy to branch out in other things, I have done things. Not not everything has uh, has been successful, but you know, 99% of what I've done has been related to the mortgage world. The TV show, uh, which was we can say is is getting out of my realm, but um, not really, because you know, I, I considered it a a great opportunity to uh, to market and to brand, and it's about realtors and the interaction with with mortgage brokers. So it's still sort of into in what I'm doing. It's just you know, television works completely different from, you know, the day-to-day operation of a mortgage
0: broker's business,
2: but it's been interesting.
0: So let's dive into this TV series that you created. I had mentioned that I had tried the same scenario, but mine was a catastrophe. Yours sounds much more successful than mine, and it sounds like it's designed a lot better and having great results. Can you explain what you did with the TV show and what the results have been so far?
2: What we did was put together four realtors with sort of different backgrounds who've got a story to tell because it's really about a, a day in the life. Uh, you know, we, um, it was totally unscripted, but everybody was smiked and we had a camera crew and, you know, we did great uh, shots within the city and drone shots and, you know, flying over subdivisions and cameras in vehicles, sometimes starting out from, how they start their day, how they end their day. We've got their families involved. They have kids and pets, uh, you know. And it was a lot of a round table discussion uh, with them talking about uh, what they do being a realtor because I don't think the general public, you know, really understands what goes on behind the scenes. And I've always been an advocate for uh, realtors, you know, really anybody who's on commission sales, you know, there's the feast or famine. and uh, we just sort of got the word out there that, you know, this is what goes on. And uh, we tried to humanize them and make them visibly known. Everybody's recognizable now. And, and I hear it from them all the time. You know, whether they go to the corner store or a restaurant, people are saying, hey, you know, you're from that TV show. So, you know, it, it wasn't done with the intention, although it's always good, uh, you know, to make money from a project, but mm-hmm. uh, you know we managed to um put a good production team together um uh, we have experience in television uh knew the you know the local station to get a broadcast license you know we worked for about eight months and put together six episodes you know we probably got five or six hundred hours of footage it's there now it it ran um we ran this the six episodes. Um, twice on the, the main station uh, in Newfoundland. And uh, now in January, it'll start running on the uh, local um, community station, Rogers. And they're going to run it 300 more times. So, you know, you can't buy television, radio, print, or <laughs> uh, online advertising and get that kind of exposure for the very, very small amount of money uh, that we collectively put
0: into it right that's genius so you have six episodes and there, are there clients in the show or is it strictly the realtors?
2: Yeah it was up to each uh, realtor if they wanted to get a client or could get one who wanted to be on TV and, and find a release so it, it's and like I said we're we're going through listings and we're taking buyers through you know sort of the final inspection or you know the first viewing and uh, there's a lot of just discussion you know they They'll be doing a buyer interview, and next thing, they'll be walking the client into the acting offices to, to sit down with one of the brokers. So, And everywhere you go, I mean, you know, you see the logo. I mean, we're not shy about saying we're you know, sort of pimping our brands out on something, but that was the idea. You know, get exposure.
0: It's like product placement, right? You see these stars drinking Pepsi or Dr. Pepper, and you know those things are there because they paid to be there. It wasn't an accident.
2: Yeah. Marketing is a powerful tool, and there's so many ways to do it these days, you know, from your traditional to your non traditional. As I said, for a few thousand bucks a piece, I, I couldn't buy a month's worth of radio that cost, you know, to produce um, six 22 minute
0: uh, episodes. So that's interesting that you say that. A half hour television show is actually 22 minutes of show with ads around it. Yeah. And then you had 500 hours of footage. The editing process can be monstrous, and that's where the challenge is.
2: You know, that's where you run into um, the largest amount of time and expense, you know, is in post-production. But there there's more footage there to to do uh, more episodes if we wanted. Or, you know, we talked a little bit about earlier, you know, would we extend and do some more or would we spin off and, and do something differently? So we're in discussions about it now. I mean, it's just fresh off it, it running. It's just only about two weeks ago was when the last episode aired for the second time so uh, we're just fresh out of that there's just discussion at this point but i really enjoyed the process and like i said you just can't put a price on
0: on the exposure that it gets right have you found any sort of uptick in your business Have you had any found any results from it
2: as I said, the uh, the recognizable um, factor—it's hard to put a price on. I mean, everywhere you go, people uh, know, and you know, my name is in the opening credits, and uh, you know, the company is plastered all over it, and uh, certainly on the end uh, of the show and those credits as well. Um, but
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know. I did it for a couple of reasons. So when you say, you know, is there anything on on the uptick, uh, there really is. Uh, I've never found that in much marketing, you know, you you put an ad out there and the phone rings off the hook. I never really marketed for that reason. Uh, You know, I marketed for exposure and to develop a relationship with sources. Um, So, you know, my mainstay to develop mortgage business, you know, comes from the real estate community. So... When you're out and you help produce a show to, uh, you know, sort of educate the public on um, on how hard uh, realtors work and how much they do and how much is involved, uh, then, you know, that gets you some brownie points, you know, with other realtors, not just the ones that are on the show. And, you know, So, for me, that's uh, really been the, the, the most beneficial part is the exposure within the community and that's where I want to get uh, business for, for our brokers. I don't um, process deals uh, anymore, I haven't in a number of years, uh, I'm out there uh, finding business. I don't compete with my brokers, uh, you know, if my mother wants a mortgage then we write it up and somebody's getting paid. Uh, because, like I said, I, I don't compete. I, I want a, a long term staff. All my people have a lot of experience, and I'm out there shaking hands and kissing babies you know, to uh, expose the brand so they get more
0: business. Right. Oh, that's really good. And I was actually, that's also one of the questions I was thinking is that, so how did you select, if let's say somebody in another market was looking at, what, how would you select the realtors? Like, what was your strategy with that? so that you didn't offend because you obviously have relationships that you have. And so like what, like, so I, I would feel like for me that that would be something I'd be like, Oh man, I got to really think this over because I don't, I, I would be afraid to alienate some of my, my realtor partners.
2: You know what? That, that's, that's always a concern. Um, you know, especially when it comes to marketing or co-branding, I always have the issue that, you know, I did this with this company or this realtor and then somebody else, you you know, Gets upset, or and they want to do it, and you know, how can you say no? And then it just gets more and more expensive. Uh, In this particular case, um, Mm -hmm. you know, for the show itself, uh, as I said, I I used to um, own a Coldwell Banker franchise, so uh, I've been training realtors, uh, you know, to be salespeople for a long, long time. Um, we did something that people said was business suicide when we started the the brand we actually wouldn't take anybody who had a real estate license uh, we hired them off off from scratch and uh trained every single one of them uh, you know and turned out to uh, we you know had some number one producers in Canada uh, under our brand so, when it came to this show you know we we started with um a few realtors you know they all work at different brands now i got I got out of the real estate side of it uh so it wasn't very difficult you know to um to get a few on board. most people you know when you're uncertain of um you know television or you're nervous to be on camera, or you don't know if it's gonna work, you don't wanna uh, spend the the money you know we didn't have. And mm-hmm. uh, realtors fallen all over us um, to get on this. We we managed to to get four dynamic ones, um, and it worked out well. Um, but you know, there was a lot of s- skepticism. I think uh, about you know, could we pull this thing off? Uh, and I think it, it the the footage itself is uh, just the cinematography is is fantastic. And you know, doing it in a s- small town and and sort of on a shoestring, um, I was more than impressed with the quality. Uh, and again, I said, you know, it's, it's unscripted and it's, uh, you know, I don't know if it's it's sexy, but it, it's certainly interesting uh, on this show and, and St. John's as uh, city is beautiful, so the, the footage we got, uh, I think it's fantastic and uh, I know the realtors are, are happy, they, they're being recognized and, you know, they want to do more now and, and others are calling and saying, you know, can we do something and, you know, and again you, you can't make them all happy, but um, it certainly worked from an
0: exposure side, which was uh, my main goal. Right. No, that's awesome. So the next thing I want to ask you about is failure. So this sounds like it's, it's a success or it's certainly turning into a success. You've got, you're going to get 300 plays of the same show, which the number of eyeballs that you're going to get to see your brand and get to, you know, the, it's going to definitely turn into uh, work for you. So, But can you share something that you failed at, but then looking back, there was a lesson in it for you and what the lesson was? Probably the one thing when I look back, um, as I said
2: ironically before, I, I, you know, my goal wasn't to become a mortgage broker, um, you know, but I, I became one. And, uh, you know, I've always tried to stick to, to what I know, but sometimes, I you know, I've taken on too much in the past mm-hmm. that often there's only so much time in the day. So failed at uh, being great at everything all at once. And, uh, you know, so I've, I've had some partnerships um, that didn't work out. It's always uh, frustrating uh, when it happens, but nothing's been um, devastating, Scott. It's just, you know, sometimes you you fail at being a, a good partner, or you you fail at, you know, trying to expand into other areas. And you know, I, I do some business consulting on on the side, but. Like you said, there's only so much time in the day, and and I'd I'd like to say I've never really failed at anything except keeping some
0: partnerships together. And uh, the past is why I'm 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 not in the real estate business anymore. So when you're talking about partnerships, what is this? Is this like side businesses to your mortgage brokerage, or, or is this within your mortgage brokerage? Yeah, uh, side businesses. In addition, like I said, the the real estate
2: I I had a real estate partner. In the end, it didn't work out between the two of us, whether there's difference of opinion, um, egos, uh, who knows. But, you know, I had a great company running once upon a time, and now it isn't um, after I had left. So, you know, as much as I've learned from that experience and grown from it, I do regret the, the failure of, of the partnership uh, you know, not continuing. You know, I, I did for 12 years, so... It wasn't like it was it was here today and gone later today.
0: Right, but if you if you were to circle back twelve years, like, and the reason I'm talking about this is not because I'm trying to like you know bring up a, a problem. It's just that there's always I always I'm a, i love to learn. So, um, but if you were to go back twelve years and you could give yourself some advice before you went into that that particular partnership on the real estate deal, what would you say to yourself? Looking back, it, it it's easy. I I would have just stuck
2: to what I know and uh, <laughs> concentrated uh, all of my time on the mortgage business. Instead of spreading out the, the you know your time and your expertise and your budgets uh, on other things uh, you know I've always said looking back, when I got into the mortgage business almost 20 years ago, um, there weren't, uh, you know there were eight brokers in town now it seems like there's, there's one hundred and eight, so my whole thing was you know i 'm not sure uh, if this thing is, is going to work, uh, I'm not sure if there's going to be mm-hmm. enough revenue there to, uh, to, to survive and flourish. Uh, so I spread out in, into other things, and like I said, looking back now, uh, if I maybe put all of my uh, mm-hmm. efforts into the mortgage business, I wouldn't have been spread thin, and uh, you know some of the other things around me uh, wouldn't mm-hmm. have happened. So, and everything I got, I, I built through the, the mortgage business. I, you know, uh, I did very well with it. Uh, in the first few years, and it wasn't easy. I mean, the average uh, real estate sale was seventy-six thousand dollars back then. Uh, so, not a whole lot of commission coming in on on those small deals, but I did a lot mm-hmm. of them, and uh,
0: and I and, and I did well with it. Right. And so currently, then you have your mortgage business, you have a consultancy. Uh, what other things do you kind of have going on?
2: We expanded. Uh, you know, uh, my. Acme brand of of companies, you know, Acme Financial is is the original one that operates as Acme Mortgage Professionals. Um, We have Acme Financial Services. That's the uh, insurance and investment division. Uh, So Mm -hmm. uh, our our folks and, and, uh, you know, I have uh, partners in that. And uh, you know they run it. I I don't even uh, have an investment license anymore, but uh, they run all of that. And they're currently managing mm-hmm. about 400 million in mutual funds, and have, a, I think, 32 advisors in Atlantic Canada under uh, the umbrella, and, and a lot of insurance products. So that one uh, is is going well. It's been seven years in the making, Scott. <laughs> it it takes a while to build those portfolios and. And to get advisors, uh, you know, under your brand, and uh, but that one is is, is going well, and uh, I'll basically work myself out of it. The guys will, will eventually own it fully, and, and ten years from now, I'm I'm done with that one, and and move on to something else. I also operate a company called Acme Consulting. Um, where I do help uh, a lot of startups and um, self-employed people, you know, uh, make their business more efficient or, you know, it's more than just, you know, finding Uh capital or financing. You know, I do a lot of uh, hands-on work with them, you know, sit down every day and look at what they're doing, their sales and their marketing and their financial statements and uh, the financing and the profit loss. You know, it's I, I volunteer a lot of hours, and uh, to be honest, I, I call it a consulting company, but uh, most of it I'm, I'm just helping uh, people I know, or you know, I'm well known in the community. So, you know, if there's not a day goes by I don't get a call to help
0: somebody find some money, or that they ask me to, uh, to partner with them. Right, right. The Acme brand isn't that from like Looney Tunes, like years ago. Yeah, (laughs) it is. Right? Like, I think of, like, you know, dropping, like, the Wiley Coyote chasing the Roadrunner, and I'm like, it just makes me smile when I think of it. So I do, I like the brand. I like the name. I think it's clever. Well,
2: you know what? Some people are afraid to ask or they smile and and you see it. But I was a real fan of of Looney Tunes and uh, Wiley Coyote as a kid when I I started the company. And believe it or not, in 1997, uh, websites weren't all that important in the technology. So I just wanted to be first in the phone book. So I called it Acme, and I I figured that everyone would recognize that from sort of Looney Tunes and remember the, the silly name of, and that's the story. It's uh, the Wiley Coyote. I actually have a full uniform mascot, and I send them to uh, kids' parties and sporting events and realtor events. Everybody gets a kick out of Wiley Coyote. It is cool, and uh, you know I do love telling the story. And uh, you know Acme stands for a company that makes everything because. The Coyote needed an anvil or rocket boots, he called Acme And Originally, my plan, you know, 20 years ago was to have a company that did make everything. That's why I didn't call it Shane Bruce Mortgages, that the brand would take on a life of its own and then be saleable later on so, you know, I could retire. So that was the plan and is the plan.
0: Can you tell me one thing or habit that is holding back most mortgage brokers from being successful?
2: Well, two things. It's tough to, to be out there every day trying to find business and also be in the office writing it. One of my biggest complaints is, is the underwriting process at our lenders. I find it's much tougher for a broker to get a deal done than it is for a banker, even though we know a lot more about mortgages than your average banker does. As, you know, you sort of said yourself, uh, I I'll go up against a, a bank any day of the week and twice on Sunday. The, the process itself, I find, is getting tougher or... More discouraging.
0: Mm, Totally, it seems like there are headwinds in our industry. I'm still excited about it because there's still a ton of opportunity, but we're going to have to upgrade our skills and become technical salespeople. That's what a mortgage is—a technical and complicated product, and you know you need to know your stuff so that you can add value in those interactions, right?
2: Well, yeah, you know, most people don't see a mortgage as as a product, or what a, a broker does. It's really a service, so. You've got to outservice your competitors. You know whether that's other brokers or, or bankers or, or mobile mortgage specialists. You, you know what your customer needs to see value, and uh, that's done with knowledge, education, and certainly top-notch service.
0: So, what one thing or habit do you think has made you successful?
2: Perseverance, I think. <laughs> the St. John's and Newfoundland economy, um, you know, when I started, is nothing like it is now. It was tough. You know, deals were small, commissions were low. We didn't even have the, the number of lenders um, at the time. So sticking with it over the years, is, is, uh, that's been the key. Uh, you know. Never give up too early or also admit that something isn't working. You know. Admit it and deal with it, fix
0: it, and move on. And so the last question is one of my favorites. Remember the movie Back to the Future? If you go back in time in that car, the DeLorean, and travel to 19 years ago as you got into the broker business, what three things would you tell yourself to have a bigger, better business today?
2: I'm not sure I can even think of three things. Uh, I can tell you the the number one thing on my list would have been to build my brokerage. You know, like I did with real estate, which was to bring in people who were younger, who wanted to learn, uh, who could become top service providers and salespeople. I would have, uh, you know, built a mortgage business with twelve or fifteen or twenty five uh, mortgage brokers because, as I said back then, when I started, there was only eight in the city of which my father was one, and I concentrated a lot more on, on real estate over those years. So, uh, And I, I mentioned before, if I could go back, I would have stuck to one thing, and that would be uh, mortgages, and I would have built
0: a much bigger mortgage brokerage. Good advice. So I really appreciate your time today, Shane. So where can people find you online?
2: AcneFinancial dot com or Shane at AcneFinancial dot com. I'm not into Twitter and Facebook or any of that stuff. I'm I'm
0: old school, man. <laughs> so phone, phone or email. Phone or email. You can find me seven days a week. And the TV show is that something that we can link to in our show notes? Yeah, it's it's called
2: Open House NL, and we're just in the process of being able to get it up. As you may know, when you do television, there's a block on it from the broadcaster. Um, so that's just being lifted. And we're working on putting things on, you know, YouTube and um, to a website. But um, you won't find it today because the lock has just been lifted this month.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. We'll, when it goes live, we'll put make sure that we have a link. Check out all the show notes as well as other interviews at ILoveMortgageBrokering.com. Shane, I really appreciate your time today, and I hope you continue to crush it.
2: Thanks very much, Scott.